0: Good morning, Jerry. Paul, how are you? I'm great, how are you?
1: Good today. <laughs> Good. So last week's topic was right in your wheelhouse. This one, um, this one feels uh, very close to home for me. Creativity using your magic or new ideas. So as you, uh, as you were pondering creativity as it relates to your leadership, or leading others, what's uh, what's resonating with you?
0: That's interesting. Could you repeat that definition that you used?
1: The definition that we're using is uh, creativity, which is using your imagination or new ideas hmm. as it relates to your leadership mm-hmm. um, or, or coaching others uh, in leadership.
0: Mm-hmm. So creativity brings up a lot of um, connections I think for a lot of people they think art they think artists um, imagination mm. is a strong word when I think of creativity because you have to use your imagination obviously to be creative uh, one definition mm-hmm. I found was short and sweet so the ability to create so I think that fits on the back end of the definition you used which is using your imagination does using your imagination give you the ability to create okay interesting That's good. good. So yeah. So
1: from a leadership standpoint, what's uh, what's resonating with you as far as how you're leading or how you're coaching others to lead?
0: So I think uh, I think of um, we think of creativity as it as it relates to solutions. So creative problem solving comes to mind for me. Okay. And um, then I think about all the years that I thought I was the one who owned that role to, be, to bring creativity to the team and how wrong that was, <laughs> looking back yeah. now, how wrong that was. So then my mind goes to how do you create an environment or a culture? How do you get other people mm-hmm. to be creative as yeah. a leader so that you're yeah. not bearing the burden of, of, of coming up with all the creative ideas that solve problems?
1: Yeah. Yeah. How do you do that? How have you tried that?
0: Great question. I think it's um, the next when I the next step in my thinking when it relates to that is um, space, not space Ooh. like NASA space, but head space. So I think when we're in the throes of doing our day to day work, then we sometimes we're not really creative because. We're kind of in technician grinded out mode. And so it's hard, it's hard to be creative when we're in that mode. So I think of mind space, brain space, and then Mm. of course time, you know, do I have time Mm -hmm. to do it? So if I have to crank out 600 widgets in a day, there's really not any space in my day or in my brain to be able to be creative.
1: Mm-hmm. And so it's
0: interesting how many business owners go, why do they complain? Cause they say, well, I have to come up with all the solutions. My people don't think outside the box and that all falls on me. And then mm-hmm. you wonder, of course, do the people actually have the freedom and ability to be creative in their positions and their roles?
1: That's a good point. We were, uh, I was talking to some guys this morning about, uh, firefighting mm-hmm. and, um, In small business ownership, it feels like you're a firefighter many days. And if I'm in a building and I perceive the building to be on fire, it's unlikely that I'm going to go to a coworker and hand them a piece of paper and say, hey, why don't you come up with three or four strategies to leave the evacuate the building in a timely manner Mm -hmm. and get back to me in an hour or two, right? Mm -hmm. So that's a stupid... Example, and yet I think that's what happens to a lot of us in leadership positions: is that the headspace, and we don't we don't have the time. So mm-hmm. um, that's a really good point, Paul. If I if I don't create the time, then I don't create the headspace, which means the result creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm using it. I'm using creativity in the uh, uh, backdrop of. From a leadership standpoint or from a management standpoint Mm um how do i how do i from a leadership standpoint how do i influence or inspire people in creative ways Mm -hmm.
0: um yeah you talk about sort of your firefighting example is a perfect example and for a couple reasons one people like people first responders like firefighters and police officers it's the reason they train so much because we know that we can't be creative in the heat of the moment. So we got to train and be mm-hmm. creative beforehand so that when the heat of the moment arrives, they're prepared to take smart actions and not make bad choices. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's kind of like pre-conditioning themselves to know that in that moment, I'm not going to be will be creative. So mm-hmm. As, mm-hmm. as I think about it too, <clears throat> from a leadership perspective, I think about the ability to imagine what might be that isn't right now um, Mm
1: -hmm. which
0: also requires headspace and time and i love what you said a minute ago you said i don't have the time and then in your next sentence you corrected that and said i haven't created the space i haven't created the time so i think it's so important then to remember that just creating space to think is important i think so i'm guilty of not doing that for sure because i i'm guilty Mm -hmm. of overbooking days and trying to do a lot in a day And just taking that time to have the opportunity to stop and think about things gives you the time and the headspace to then start to maybe imagine what might be, uh, yes. And what could be done in another way. Can we always keep in our head that, Hey, this, there could be a better way for this.
1: Yeah. And tactically I'm thinking about layering things. So when I go for a run, that's a good opportunity for me to be thinking about certain situations. Mm -hmm. So I, I find myself most creative when I'm walking through the woods mm-hmm. or going on a jog. And because I've, I've got, I'm, I've, I've created the, uh, the opportunity for me to disconnect from, um, whatever technology and just think, um, and so I'm exercising, which is a good thing. And then for me, and then also I get a chance to think, um, That's a, which that's a great me, point.
0: So creating that space to think doesn't mean you have to sit in a room and stare out a window or something. (laughs) It can Mm -hmm. be, yeah, it could be running. It could be walking, cycling. It could be sitting in a chair with an iced tea if that's your flavor of it, but certainly it's space where you're not pressured to, to grind things out for sure. Yeah. It's important to create that space.
1: And changing, uh, changing the scenery, you know, a lot, a lot of times when you go on vacation, Mm Um, and your your routines disrupted. Um, that there's something of the either the refreshing or the new the renewing that takes place from vacations mm-hmm. um, that that allows you to have capacity. Some of my most creative ideas have come when I'm on vacation.
0: Yeah, it's funny you'd say that. It's one of the reasons I like to fly. Some of my family members do not. It's one of the reasons I like to fly. There's this perceived isolation for me. So when I'm mm-hmm. on an airplane, I find I always carry something to type or write on because uh, I know that I'm going to sit there completely disconnected. It puts me in this state of free thinking because mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. sort of like locked in this metal tube for, <laughs> for whatever time it is. And it's a time where I find my brain just starts kind of wandering off. Into creative thought. It's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're mm-hmm. you're right. And by scheduling a run, you're getting the benefit of the exercise, but you're also scheduling that time in, so you have space to be creative and think things through. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's good.
1: Well, it, well. And then from a simplistic standpoint, I was talking to my staff about, um, um. You know, you're gonna go talk to the next client anyway. You're gonna go talk to the. Uh, our staff anyway, like mm-hmm. you're gonna go you're gonna you're about to go engage somebody in conversation um, why not um, why not have intentionality um you know and this is where the creativity piece comes in in a very simplistic form. Why not approach this conversation with the intention to inspire them mm-hmm. so uh, or influence them. Mm-hmm. So it gives you, you know, you're going to call me and talk to me about this, this footprint of this bath space that you need a shower door. Like that's your primary motive for calling me is because of this layout of the bath. Well, why don't I take the opportunity? While well, I'm going to talk to you anyway about the, the footprint of the shower. Uh, why not talk to you also in terms of having the intentionality to inspire you some mm-hmm. or, influence you, um, some, and, and, and I, I, find it just intentionality is, um, is important to, to teach people oh, it's critical. Uh, and, or to remind, to remind them.
0: Yeah. It's critical. <laughs> it's critical. One of the, one of the greatest training, uh, two days of training I ever attended was for, was with, uh, vital smarts for crucial conversations. And one of the things they drive home is as you go into conversations, know what your purpose is. What's the reason that, or the outcome that you want to get when you go into that conversation? So yeah, very intentional about, I'm going to bring something to this conversation other than the grind, you know, the the tactical stuff that has to be achieved. Other than that, I can bring something else along with me. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting that, you used the phrase, why not? And I, I actually, as I was sitting and brainstorming before the call today, I thought, why not be creative? Why do, Why are we not? If people aren't mm-hmm. creative, if we assume that mm-hmm. everyone has the ability to be creative, and I, and I think on some level, everyone does, some more than others, obviously mm-hmm. there, there are mm-hmm, people who mm-hmm. are phenomenal at it. What are some of the reasons that people would not be creative? And something that popped in my mind was um, fear. So the fear of hey, Jerry, I have a new idea. And if I Mm -hmm. tell you about my new idea, you might laugh at me because it's off the wall or it's different than what we've always done. And so, you know, how do I get treated if I come up with a crazy idea? Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, one one of my sort of half humorous statements that I say to my team is I have a lot of ideas and what I will tell you is that they're not all good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's just a lot of them but they're not all good well i can say that from a place of ownership i'm the boss i'm the leader i'm the you know so i'm in a very secure position in saying that but how many people on my staff feel comfortable saying to each other to their boss to their employer to their leader hey i have a lot of ideas but some of them are going to be bad you know Mm -hmm. how many of us as leaders would say well why don't you keep the bad ones and only give me the good ones (laughs) Mm -hmm. the trouble is we don't know until we try some of them whether they're good or bad Mm -hmm. so that then of course led me to the idea of culture which you and i talk a lot about what's the culture what are you as a leader because as we think about leadership of course one of our biggest roles as leaders is to create a culture that that fosters what we want what are you what are we doing as leaders or what are you doing as a leader of whatever group you're leading to foster a culture where creativity is encouraged and and embraced and Mm -hmm. then the scary part is can you step back enough and look for your blind spots where you're actually doing things that are that's squashing a culture of creativity so Mm -hmm. when somebody tries something new and it fails miserably what's the what's the reaction among the team and from the leadership or the managers what is that reaction mm-hmm. and how does that reaction either build or diminish a culture where creativity is in hmm
1: That's really good. That's really good. When, when you were chatting, as you're, as you're discussing this, I, I wrote a note that, um, many people sleepwalk through conversations. Mm-hmm. Many, many people, uh, well, many times I sleepwalk through, mm-hmm. uh, work or through conversations that guilty. there's, yeah, when you're unconscious, when you've developed a competency that doesn't require you to think much, that you're unconsciously competent at it, mm-hmm. um, that creates, um, yeah, that creates, a, that creates a challenge for um, creativity because you're, you're already so good at this, right? You've, you've done it this way every time you know how to onboard a client you know how to walk them through a selection process mm-hmm. you know you know how to execute the craft and so there's not a there's not a demand for creativity
0: mm-hmm. the old the, the old so, necessity is the mother of invention right
1: <laughs> yeah we get yeah. we get
0: creative because we have to <laughs> yeah 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 that's very true that's very true And it's interesting too, it's something I hear a lot from business owners is they don't care, right? So my team doesn't care. And so all the creative thought is up to me because they don't care. And what what you were just talking about is that, I think that unconscious competence or that repetition of the day-to-day, you know, that comes in sometimes because we as leaders just step in and make all those creative choices. Mm -hmm. so the team begins we never ask them to Mm -hmm. the team begins Mm -hmm. to fall into this place where okay jerry's going to have every answer for us we why would we Mm -hmm. take the effort and the time to think about it because it does take Mm -hmm. effort and time as you know Mm -hmm. to come up with creative ideas uh and very often what i find is that business owners make that complaint that my people don't care or they don't think outside the box i have to do all the creative thinking and i my response is typically, when was the last time you asked them to?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You've created that culture. I mean, it's almost, it's almost an indictment of them. (laughs) When you, when, when you say my guys don't Mm -hmm. what you're basically saying to other leaders is I don't know how to lead the organization that has these characteristics. Is again, tactically, one of the, one of the ways that I have to be creative is when you think of your vision or your why, um, that should be you know from what i'm what i've been taught, that should be locked down like that should be as they say in concrete, right your vision, your why shouldn't be changing um, or you will be an impossible leader to follow right mm-hmm. so l- leadership as it relates to influencing uh, or inspiring others, um, the vision that Paul or Jerry has doesn't change right much if ever mm-hmm. right so the vision your why doesn't change however where tactically you can be very creative is tell different stories that have that it, that embody the same vision the stories are different the vision's the same right mm-hmm. so you do this with you do this with your kids all the time you tell them different stories but the, the the values, the vision that you're trying to cast for them, for the type of person that you want them to grow into is the same. You're just telling them different stories, giving them different examples, being creative with the stories, being creative with the examples that support the exact same vision. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something tactically that I can do um, on a daily basis.
0: I agree. I, I think part of, part of the reason that with teams – aren't creative or don't come up with creative ideas on their own. Uh, Part of it is that that situation I talked about before where the leader tends to step in and so the the uh, team then steps back. But it's also about perspective. And if we never share with the team what the desired outcome is, what the bigger picture is, then how Mm -hmm. can they make creative solutions that move in that direction when they really can't, they're living in their silo and not able mm-hmm. to see where the bigger direction actually is even going, then, you know, how, how, how can we step back and go, gosh, these people, I, I wish they'd step up and come up with solutions that the team's mm-hmm. response to that might be solution to what, right? Because they don't see the bigger picture because the leader hasn't, hasn't expressed it. You know, I'm, I'm used the phrase, vision evangelist a lot you know the leader is supposed uh-huh. to be the vision evangelist you have to go out there mm-hmm. preach it from the mountaintop this is this is the why this is the vision of the company this is where we're going mm-hmm. and then your team can come back and say hey if that's where we're going then why are we doing this this way but, uh-huh. but without that perspective they just go well this is just the way we do it and i have no idea mm-hmm. why we do it that way but this is just the way we do it
1: mm mm-hmm. That's really good. That's really good. Gosh. I think what you were Go saying
0: ahead. before, there's a the phrase that someone created the culture, rather than saying I have my people won't think outside the box or they won't think creatively, the, per, the more productive, even though it's painful, way to say that would be, hey Jerry, I've created a culture where none of my people think creatively. <laughs> yeah and just own it yeah because as soon as we can own it then we can start going okay great then what is it that i'm doing that created that culture so i can change it but we as leaders have to be willing to take that ownership and say if this culture is here it's because i made it this way and what am i doing to make Mm -hmm. it that way and how can i start changing Mm -hmm. it? how can i think creatively about changing it
1: (laughs) Well, no, it's good because you, you used the word perspective a minute ago and point of view is another word that, uh, or term that comes to mind mm-hmm. that you, that I have a tendency of forcing my point of view or my perspective on other people. Like th- this really motivates me. So why doesn't it motivate you? Yeah. Right. This is really compelling to me. Why isn't it compelling to you? And from a, from a creativity standpoint to, to, to be, um, to, to, to be aware, to be self-aware of what your perspective or point of view is, mm-hmm. and then for you to be um, willing to try to understand their perspective and their point of view. Mm-hmm. And once you, if if you understand that, then you probably have the ability to be more creative, understanding how they're approaching things or looking at things.
0: That that's incredibly powerful because too often we think that our point of view or our perspective is the whole picture. We think we're holding the entire picture and Mm -hmm. you know brings up one of my favorite topics, which is blind spots. We all walk around Mm. with blind spots and without realizing or accepting that we have blind spots we're not going to go try to find that other person's perspective and our blind spot Mm -hmm. clearly is someone else's perspective on a given topic or problem and believing that our perspective gives us the entire picture uh is probably squashes creativity more than anything because we're not ready and willing to accept that there's more to the problem than we we understand or there's more to whatever Mm -hmm. we're trying to create than we understand or that we can see.
1: That's good. I I had, uh, I had was sharing this morning um, that it, yesterday in our, our huddle, I found myself um, um, talking to our guys and um, recognizing how important um, trust is, that it's so important for, for the guys to trust me. And so what I heard myself saying to them, which it, the, that term, what I just said to you probably doesn't make any sense to you, but for people like me, um it's literally i think out loud a lot of times which yeah. drives the rest of the world crazy but i said to our i said to our staff is i said um you know if if you don't um you know we're making decisions with your um you know best intentions in mind like that you know the decisions myself and the leaders at a learning glass are making have we have your Um, you're what's best the best intentions for you are in in our mind when we're making decisions and so then I found my thing so I was fixated on intention like do I actually know what everybody's intention is for this year and if I don't know what their intention is this year then that's deceitful for me to say, I've got your best intentions in mind because I in fact don't know what Paul's intentions are. Mm -hmm. And so from a creativity standpoint, you know, sometimes I find myself saying things and and I've done this as a parent for years and I'm like, gosh, I need to do that. I need to do what I just shared with my daughter to do. Mm -hmm. Um, or, or in this case from a creative standpoint and creativity for one might be very simplistic for another. So, you, you might say, well, Jerry, it's not very creative for you to actually engage your staff and say, hey, what is your intention this year? And yet for me, it could be very creative.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And th- certainly there. are not everyone experiences the same level of creativity. Some people are more free thinking than others. Um, mm-hmm. Working things out verbally is just an extrovert Uh at work so you don't have you shouldn't have to apologize for that (laughs) that's just yeah that's just the way it works but um yeah but see that's a self-awareness again jerry that you're taking the time to think about their perspective their intentions uh if you say i have Mm -hmm. your best intentions at at heart what you're really Mm -hmm. probably mean is your intentions are coming from your heart (laughs) yeah and and that you have their best outcomes in mind but you're right you have to actually take the time to engage and find out what their intentions what they actually want
1: sure what and and are. then to your point once you find out what their intentions are it's a lot it's a lot easier to be creative because you're you know what this, the desired outcome is and you so you say okay more look, in the picture y- yes yes yeah. yes yeah.
0: it's interesting i was at the uh, remodeling expo over the weekend and mm-hmm. someone was asking me about how to choose a designer I'm want to hire a designer how do i choose a designer i said my my role for designers is the rule my mom had for me when i was a kid she said god (laughs) gave you two ears and one mouth so you'd listen twice as much as you talk and i said take that and apply that to designers and you'll find a good designer because what they what a good designer should want to know is what you want what you like what you love what impacts Mm -hmm. you and what's going to make you happy it's your house not theirs And when we're Mm -hmm. as leaders and we're dealing with trying to help others reach their goals, we certainly can't superimpose ours on top of them and say, here, here's your goal, right? It Mm -hmm. takes effort to get to them and say, and actually be inquisitive. And, And as you know, because you invest a lot of time in this, it takes a ton of time. To Mm -hmm. to go into your people and engage them and say what what is your intention for this year what is it i can help you achieve Mm -hmm. Uh, versus saying hey here's a good goal why don't you go after this Mm
1: -hmm. that's really good it's easier to throw our
0: goals at them isn't it (laughs) oh for sure yeah (laughs) it's simpler
1: yeah (laughs) well and it's 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 yeah it's short-term versus long-term thinking if you you know, if you're trying to build an organization from a creativity standpoint, if you if you can if you can learn how to build the people that do build the the business, right? That you know, unless you're Hercules and you're doing it all by yourself, hmm. um, to to learn, you know, that which this is difficult, the craft of engaging and developing people, right? Which takes a ton of creativity. Um, how do I? How do I how do I learn how to build people? Because if I don't build people, then the 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 business is going to be totally dependent upon Hercules building it. And you know we've got a lot of friends that have built really nice businesses in the trades with, but it's it's taken a Herculean effort uh, to do so. And so if you've got that kind of brute force, then you might not need uh, the creativity. Um, As I'm speaking, I'm thinking about a baseball pitcher that, you know, has he just overpowers people with a fastball Mm -hmm. versus somebody that doesn't have the arm strength. They've got to be more creative and throw different spins and change speeds and right Uh, and and to create a lot of variety uh, in their uh, in their offerings. Mm -hmm. And so for for people like like myself um, that I don't have the, the, the strength to build it myself, um, then I have to be creative in the, in patience. I mean, it takes, you know, creativity also requires patience because there are new ideas, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and there, there can't be too many of them, um, um, that you're sharing with your staff, but, or those that are in your charge, but, um, but, to be creative in your approach to engage people and develop people, yeah, from a I, leadership I, standpoint
0: it 's interesting you use yeah. the word patience because another another thing I had jotted down as you were talking was what in what small ways because these are the ones we miss in what mm-hmm. small ways do do we as leaders actually discourage creativity in other words are there are there small things that we do that tell people? And patience was what made me think of this, that tell people that if you are creative and you make a mistake, there's going to be a downside to it for you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So is there punishment or are people do people because new ideas, let's face it, are going to fail a lot. You're going to fail Mm -hmm. a lot. They're going to they're going to screw up a lot. And I'm wondering, as leaders, as we try new things and we make mistakes, how openly and free do we admit, hey, I thought it would work, but it didn't. That's on me. Next, let's move on to the next one. Is that how mm-hmm. we treat it for ourselves, uh, mm-hmm. or do we hide? Do we say, "Well, this would have worked if so and so would have committed to it, but they didn't commit mm-hmm. to it, so it wouldn't work." It's not my idea; that's the problem. It's you know Joe who wouldn't pull, you know, fill out his role of it. Or, or do we just go, you know, what we tried it, it didn't work. It's fine. We'll try the next thing. And if we do that within ourselves, then do we transfer that to our team as well? So when they come up with an idea and that idea just falls flat are we willing to go hey joe i appreciate you thinking of that and putting that effort in so what it didn't work well we'll, you'll get it the next time the next Mm -hmm. idea will be the one that'll work that's Mm -hmm. so hard to do as we started out this conversation when you're in the heat of the moment right because it's like this has to be done it has to be done today there's no don't, don't don't write a fire plan we need to just get out of the building And and that's so hard. And I think we do that as leaders. Sometimes we're so intent on productivity and getting things done that we don't realize the unintended impact it has on the people around us who start to believe, well, Paul just values getting things done. He doesn't value Mm -hmm. pausing to think of a creative new way to do it. Mm -hmm. He only values the productivity and the getting things done. Uh, approach. So why I'm not mm-hmm. going to slow down and and rethink this because he's just going to say, hey, why aren't you finished yet?
1: That's great. So my final uh, sentence that I just writ- had written while you're you're chatting is self awareness is critical to creativity.
0: Mm-hmm. And I like the word you used earlier too, intention.
1: Mm-hmm. Can
0: can you intentionally? create the space and time, whether it's, as you said, on a run, a walk in the woods, sitting on your porch swing, can you give yourself that space and that time to actually allow your brain to think? And I think there's a lot of people who have more creative ability than they even realize
1: because
0: they've not intentionally created that opportunity and space to do it.
1: That's a good stopping point for today. Good stuff. Thank you, Paul.
0: Enjoyed it as always. Have a great day. Talk
1: to you soon. You too, buddy. Bye-bye.